0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at babble.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world. George's
2: box. The
1: I've seen. George's box. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Welcome back to George's box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. It's a confusing time to be a Yankee
2: fan. I think confusing's fair. That was a good one. Yeah, I wasn't sure what you were gonna say. Confusing is very, very accurate. Is this the? 98 Yankees from the first half or is this the 2021 20, Yankees from the second half? We don't know. Yeah, I mean I don't know that's the 2021 20, Yankees from the second half. It's like the like 92 Yankees. <laughs> Mel Hall out there. Bad man 11 and 20 since July 9th. I mean they they started that Fenway. I keep still have a that 10 Fenway game lead, lead though. Still have, have a how. 10 game lead. I don't know how. how. The rest of the division must be on vacation. It's
1: like incredible. yeah, are they all playing? I mean the Blue Jays are in second
2: place, and they're three and seven in their last ten. We're two and eight. I think they're, we peaked at sixteen games; like that was our biggest lead. And the fact yeah. that it's only gone down six games during this two month two month slide is yes. Great. That's our saving grace.
1: You know, it's a the games. So the same way people give a shit. When we say, when, you know, we get upset about like a Tuesday in April game and people are like, well, it's just April. Every game matters equally at the end when you're adding them up. So if we were in this position and had just played about this clip the entire season, we'd be pretty fucking happy.
2: We would, but I don't like how they're using this 10 game lead as like a security blanket. Like, oh, we're fine. Like, just because you have a 10 game lead doesn't mean you're playing well. And they keep going back to that in the interview. Like, this isn't really a rough patch. This is a long pattern of poor play. Yeah, I
1: mean, after – like, at what point is it – like, when is it
2: not a rough patch? Like, after it hits, like, three weeks, it's not a patch anymore? I was thinking two weeks. Two weeks is a patch. Three weeks is a stretch, maybe. Maybe three to four weeks would be a stretch. Yeah, like, instead of – uh. Like, it's not – this isn't a, a,
1: a patent. You don't have, like, a patch of hair that's thinning. Like, you're pretty bald right now.
2: Like Yeah, they need they need to get the Rogaine. You had a prediction that they would lose a hard-fought series in Seattle with a back-breaking loss on getaway day. So I predicted they would do that, yep. and then I hoped that they would pull it together on the plane. The boys, <laughs> they did it. You had a hard one for two there. Nailed the first part, and then, you, you know, they did not piss Vinegar – and Fenway, I mean, seriously, we'll, we'll dive into it, but they, they easily, easily could have gotten swept. I mean, Saturday was like the luckiest win. Saturday reminded me of like, when well, you played little league and there's always that kid last kid on the bench and you're going through the whole season, little league seasons, like 20 games, 15, 20 games. And you're like, is this kid going to get a clean single to the outfield? You know, gets two at bats a game, doesn't play the whole game. You're not sure. And then the last week of the season strokes, a single to center and the whole dugout explodes. That's what that IKF homer was like. I mean, it was like the exact same thing.
1: It felt more like in Little League when the bases are loaded and uh like the girl on your team just gets hit by a pitch. <laughs> yeah. Like that's just and you're just like, oh Roseanne. Um, but hey, good job. Like, I mean,
2: Roseanne's gonna have a bruise tomorrow. That was the girl on my little league team. <laughs> that's funny. My best friend's uh little sister played little league like for a long time. Um, up until like fifth or sixth grade, but no, that was such a. Fl- I mean, that is a game like that'll happen once a year. IKF wins a game for us, I and mean, that that's that's like a lunar eclipse. You know what I mean? I mean, he still won a game for us. He did. I mean, he won a major league game. <laughs> he did. That bunt, man. I have you. I was thinking about it. Have we? Have you ever seen us get an RBI from a bunt? Like I was thinking about every Yankee game I watched, which is I don't know 150 a year. That's I don't know if I have ever seen that. It's been a RBI while. Bunt. It's been a while.
1: It's been a while. I mean, we've stolen we've
2: stolen home more recently, right? And and they were still. I mean, they still had the uh, you know runner in scoring position with Devers up in the night. I mean, they they easily easily could have gotten swept in that in that series. So Clay Holmes, I mean, he's done, right? I mean, the the closer, it's over. No, right? it's Chapman again. No, no,
1: no. I don't think so. I think You're right still now still
2: giving him a shot. What do you mean? He blew, what's he blown? Two games? Clay Holmes has like a 70 RA in the past month. Another Ruined another Friday night. It looked completely lost. I think it's Chad. Yeah, you, can't, you can't just be switching them around willy-nilly. You can't just. You can't. I mean, we went with fucking S. Voss or whatever his name oh, is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you say just keep mixing it up and just see how it plays yeah. out. Yeah,
1: You've got, I mean, realistically, right? We have a. I don't care how we got to it right now. If season starts today, Cole's on the mound, it's, you know, day one of whatever, 45 game season. What do we got? 50 games left. If that. Yeah. Let me see. What's just doing a little quick math. Yeah. It's like 50 games left a little under that. first of all, like there's a little bit of like, are we even going to be a hundred win team?
2: It's like that if we go 500 thing and it's getting like it's getting too real. No, we
1: can't go 500 and be a, a 100 win team. We cannot. That won't get us there. So like it might come down to the like, yeah, hey, 98 wins wins the division.
2: Like we thought all along. But, 98 wins probably gets us a buy, too, because we're lucky because the Central sucks. The Central's a joke. So we I mean, we could win. We could win 95 games and maybe get a buy. I, we might win the East and win the Central. I think
1: there might have a rule. No, so if the season starts today, we you know we still got a ten game lead. So as the other teams have not gained on us, it gives us more time. I view like I view September first. By September first, you gotta have sorted out. You got to know what's up with Bader. When is he – like you have to have a date that he's expected back. So you've got to be saying like, hey, he's going to be back on the 10th and we feel that, you know, get into play in 14 games will get him ready for the playoffs, whatever that – you know, however that works out. You've got to know, Seve, what's the deal? You Like you have to have here is the date we're not – even if you don't tell us, if you are at least internally saying – Hey, it's, you know, this is, you know, when he's going to be back. This is how we're going to use him. You got to have, you got to have your plan. You got to have Stanton back. Changes the whole lineup.
2: And then we've got to have sorted out whatever's going on with DJ's foot. God, what? That was, that was just not what we needed last night. IKF just made another error that they're going to call a hit. I'm sure. Um, For the speedster G-Man choice. So I didn't, uh, I didn't see it live because I was talking. I mean, he's going pretty far. It was in his glove, and then it fell out of his glove. That's an it's error. It's a hit. It's a hit. <laughs> of course. You know hat. what? Let's just fuck Cole. We'll fuck his line, and we'll protect IKF. What do you he mean? He's
1: all the way over. He has come across the infield. Where's my oh, remote? God, damn I'm going to watch it again. So ridiculous. Ass. I think this is going to – what's going to do in our friendship is going to be me defending <laughs> IKF.
2: Why? Why is the official score looking out – riding ride or die for ikf it just consistently i do throwing coal under the bus i don't think anyone's throwing coal is a fat slow first baseman they not be getting in that's not an infield hit a clean play that's an out i went too too
1: many pitches back but yeah so obviously we're recording this at seven o'clock we've got the game on in the background yeah i think uh finding out that dj is is battling something that has been for a while gives you a little bit of an explanation about why he's hitting under 200 the last seven games, but at the same time, you know, it's just not what we need to hear. Yeah.
2: Super depressing. Uh, I'll go
1: with you. He could have, if he came up with it clean, he could have gotten them. I, I, I rewound it.
2: Thank you. Um, yeah, no, that's a big, the DJ thing is not what we needed, especially with carp down, especially with stand down, especially with Rizzo playing whatever every other day. I mean, that, that was the last thing we needed. I saw a depressing stat. I think Ryan Garcia, he writes for, um, He writes for Bronx pinstripes like we have an 89 WRC plus for shortstop, third base and second base since July 9th, which is like horrible. And you think about it like Donaldson just sucks. DJ's been slumping. Glaber's been slumping. IKF just sucks. Like we are getting nothing out of three fourths of the past six weeks. And that coincides with this funk.
1: So we've talked about, you know, how healthy the Yankees have been. Like the first half were you know, they've been so healthy and it feels like with some of these injuries, the way like we're holding on a few days and I part of it's the lead, you know, whatever we hold on a few days. And then we just have like this dead spot in the lineup or like dead spot on the roster. Like DJ is not eligible today. He wasn't eligible. He wasn't eligible yesterday. Like and when I say eligible, I mean physically he's not going a pinch hit situation. So I'd like to see us just like for guys like that. I tweeted it earlier today. Put him on the I.L. for the 10 days. Rest him like it. The game on the 22nd doesn't matter as much as the game in September at this point. Because we have the 10 game lead. (laughs) So let's take the week and a half. Make sure he comes back good. And then he's able
2: to make that two-month push. And let's call up some of the young guys. Yeah, 100%, especially with the 10-day lead. And my rule of thumb for these, like, day-to-day, do we put them on the IL, do we not, type things, you know, up to two days is fine. Anything more than that. Like, Rizzo missed five games. Like, that is is unacceptable to play shorthanded. Look at that death stare that Cole gave IKF. He is furious. The defensive ace. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, also... I mean, you're not pitching good enough
1: to stare people down.
2: He's not. I was encouraged. set. I mean, it was late and stuff, and we're all over the place right now. But I did like that that seven shutout in Seattle. I only watched like five, five six innings of it. But that was was nice to see him get yeah. back on track a little. But this is a common thread. Like IK, like we're talking about this live. IKF, you know, 50-50 play, whatever. He doesn't make it. Now there's two on and two outs. These well, the no, there spots- was only one on. IKF didn't throw any of the balls in the next step at bat. No, I'm saying now there's two on. Yeah. And now it's like this is when Cole has been in the past. You know, he lets up a three-run homer. And I feel like he lets it, it – it's on both of them because he's, he lets it spiral a little bit. Like I think he gets angry at IKF and yeah. he can't finish the inning. Like it's kind of both of their faults. Yes. Yeah. So the way I look at it, I really seem
1: like an IKF dick rider. But I, I really just mean it as like a common sense yeah, thing yeah. is – IKF makes five million dollars. Cole makes thirty-five million dollars. So like you've gotta you gotta keep your head when the guy who makes five million dollars doesn't feel the ground ball in the second inning.
2: I agree with you there. The other thing that you think like you think about Scherzer, you think about deGrom, like they're not letting that affect them. They're they're ending yeah. the, like Max Scherzer is not letting that affect and and that's the that's the give and take. And it does feel like Cole is a tick under a tick under those guys, not not far off, but he does feel like he's a tick under. Same thing with Verlander, and that is a little bit uh, depressing. I wonder if it's like
1: he knows what's at stake. It's still early in the contract. He knows that, it, you know, we're, it's that contract's not going to be competitive the whole time. No, there'll be, you know, there'll be years. I mean, it hasn't been competitive really. Like you look at, you know, last year.
2: Um, The pandemic year he was he was pretty much perfect like oh yeah you know but I'm just talking about the years that like go by oh, and the, oh, and the right. team right right yeah yeah
1: so it's like you feel the pressure of like CC got his World Series in the first year so even though we didn't win another one he was fine
2: cashing the check. That's true. No, that's very fair. And I think, and A-Rod was talking about this last night. We'll get to all the A-Rod Jeter stuff. But A-Rod was talking about how, look, there's got to be a sense of urgency. This could be judges last year, right, with the team. Like, they're all feeling that. And especially, like, Cole's 31. I think he turns 32 maybe in next month or something. Like, he's he's not going to get better. Like, there's a sense of urgency. Yeah. And they've never got out of the DS with him as a Yankee, which is crazy. I wonder what they're going after. Uh Uh-uh. Who knows? They're I'm pissed about alone. that IKF error.
1: Right? Same <laughs> at the front door. Ah, the landscapers are probably here. Uh, it's about time. It's about sundown. It's about time for them to come wake up my neighbors, wake up my kids. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, listen, Seattle was. I stayed up for that first game. I got Shawshanked. I Yeah. Stayed, like a mere hours after, I was like, no chance I see any of these games. I saw part of every game, I watched the whole first game. Um, that sucked. I kind of expected it to happen. You're going against Castillo in the second game. It's just, you know, it, it's it's not going to look good. um, You know, way anyway, you cut it up. So you get out of there. You go to Boston. You have the heartbreaker on Friday. Ugh. You've got the kid win on, on Saturday on his own. And then last night, like on the national stage, the Red
2: Sox go out there and win one for Carabas. That was, I mean, that was just embarrassing. You know, what was funny is the K-Rod cast, like, they, they couldn't even get their full agenda in because they, were like, they were planning for, like, a three, three and a half hour game. Yeah. The game, they, like, they brought Euculus in with, like, two outs in the ninth trying to squeeze in, squeeze in that interview. I've never seen, especially a Sunday night Yank Sox game. I mean, those are the longest, always. The fact that uh, that ended at 915. Like, I was shocked. <laughs> shocked.
1: Like, I didn't. Like, it didn't feel late, you know, and you're not, like, watching the clock while you're watching one of these games until it starts to feel, you know, you start to feel tired. And I just, like, I didn't feel tired. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's 9.15. Like, I still have to watch another, like, I have to put something else on TV. Yes. I can't just
2: go to sleep now. This is weird. It, it was bizarre. And it was, I mean, it was just like those at bats. I mean, when you looked at the lineup and what was it? The seven, eight, nine was IKF, LeCastro and Higashioka. I mean, you know, you're in trouble like when you have a seven, eight, nine like that. But I, I thought they would at least string a couple of runs together. I mean, they need Stan. back. I mean, the bottom line is that when, when Stanton's in there, it's a scary, terrifying, game changing lineup. And when he's not in there, it's, you know, it's an OK lineup. I, I really think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I mean, well,
1: I've talked about it for a long time, Um, and then I just – the lineup's just all over the place on any given day. We can't get any kind of rhythm, and I get it. Over 162 games, guys are going to get injured, but it's been so – like Stanton's out. He's been out for a little bit now. Rizzo misses five games, but then he's kind of back and forth because you're easing him back in. Now DJ's missing time. So like nobody's getting regular reps except for IKF, who is IKF, and Glaber, who's one for 23 or what you know, whatever it may be. Um Intendi, who he's played well the last like week, week and a half, but you know, hasn't done anything special. Hasn't had his like I'm announcing myself. As a Yankee guy, guy, no, know, but he, he played, I game. liked,
2: I, he played well at Fenway, a couple of nice defensive plays. He had the double in the ninth on set. I mean, he's been, been, been doing something. At least some of these guys are, are just doing nothing. Yeah. Ben and at yeah. always doing something. And the carp, I mean, the carpenter loss was huge. He was hitting 300 and he was hitting a home run. I don't know. Every ten at bats getting think walks. He makes it back. I do. I do. I think he's got like,
1: I mean, I'm hopeful. And if determination plays a role in healing in any way, I feel like, Kay, you know, like if you believe and do, um, then yeah, then he'll be here. I'm looking for that, like that first checkup,
2: like, cause he went, it's like confirmed. And now I think it's in like two weeks, week or two. Yeah, no, it's funny. This is actually the year, the one year anniversary of, uh, when I broke my foot and oh, really? uh, honestly, I can't like it honestly, it took me about six months for it to feel like completely normal again, like like I forgot that this happened. That like it amazes me that these guys can come back in like a month or two from well, something you gotta, like this. You gotta think about it. Like how often did you go to physical therapy? I I didn't go until probably four months after the injury and then I went twice a week. Yeah, he's probably already going. He's probably I mean, no, they probably have him – I think they said it was like two weeks, Non-weight no error, weight at
1: sucks. all. That sucks. But like he's still probably getting it, you know, not full scans and everything, but like getting checked, um, whatever they can do to like stimulate the muscles around the foot yeah. and machine. Like there's just more things at
2: his disposal right. to make ramping everything else up more, you know, better. That's true. But he, they're going to miss him. And dude, it's, he's a lefty bat. Remember, they're still – Right-handed, heavy, and he he was pounding that short porch. Had a perfect swing. It's a big, it's a big loss, and it seems so minor. Like when I was watching that live, when he fouled the ball off, and it he didn't like crumple over anything. He just kind of hobbled around a little bit. You're like, oh okay, maybe he'll miss a game.
1: Yeah, he kept the uh, back going, and it was yeah. like, all right, yeah, like maybe he'll come out. Like that's
2: not broken, but yeah, it's broken. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was broken. I, I dude, I think, I think Bader. Is going to be key. I read something that one of the reasons they made that trade is apparently like the past 10 World Series champions have had like a top five defensive, I guess, center fielder based on the metrics. And I I think they, you know, I think that was a big factor in the trade because people were confused. I mean, we needed a center fielder. I think people are confused because there wasn't a corresponding pitcher move. Yeah.
1: You know, we thought it was going to be some
2: prospects and like labor going to Miami. Which look, I mean, looking at Glaber now, man, I, I'm pretty much. I got to be honest, I'm pretty much. I think I'm out on. I think I'm out on GT. I don't have the time to do it, or
1: really the interest. But I'd be so interested if somebody went through and just came up with like, what's a fair measurement for it? Uh, to just go game by game, did did Glaber have a good game or a bad game, and see what
2: that career looks like it's close yeah he's so he's wonky like he, lo- he he's always losing his fundamentals he, he he loses his swing he'll swing it like a million pitches in a row in the dirt you could tell mentally he gets out of whack the whole shortstop second base thing I think he's a little fragile and I don't think he has the physical gifts like he's not super strong he's not explosive he's not quick I don't think he has the gifts to really make up for his kind of mental gas I don't know if that makes sense No,
1: I think so. I mean, I think we've always kind of said, like,
2: he's mentally weak, maybe. Yeah. And he's a great – seems like a great kid. Super super nice nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If he was just, like, the shortstop of the Brewers
2: and could make two All-Star games in his career, he'd be great. And I think when he was coming up, when you hear top prospect in all of baseball, like – you're thinking about a guy that can run really quick or has a rocket arm or – like he doesn't really have – he doesn't have – He's any, supposed
1: to be it, a 30-30 guy.
2: Yeah. He's, yeah. I mean that's – and he's put up the home run numbers
1: to show that he could do it and then he was Once. supposed to get better. Yeah, but when you do it, then you're supposed to be getting yeah, better.
2: Yeah, 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 If you're one of those guys and usually he's not that guy. I would sell – I mean it depends how he finishes, but if he – if he can turn it up a little bit i would i would move on this off season. i just i just don't believe in him long term and like you said the sample size is big enough this is his fifth year 18 19 20 20 yeah fifth year i think we've seen think we've seen what we need to see yeah um
1: i think also with like the we've we've got middle infielders yeah and some of them don't grade out to be shortstops in the long term
2: We've got short Jay. Volpe at second long term. You could I mean, you could do or something like that. I don't, yeah. I mean, because
1: uh, I mean, Volpe has, you know, really turned it up in the minor leagues. I haven't seen updated like defensive anything, but he always kind of projected to probably be a second
2: better off as a second baseman than a shortstop. I think it's similar to Seager where it's like he'll be able to play shortstop for maybe the first half of his career adequately, but eventually we'll have to play third or, or second. Yeah. Yeah, what Jeter should have been. Yeah, can we can we do that now? Yeah, a little bit. I'll be honest. I'm the big, you know, like you, huge Jeter fan. He's my favorite non-blood, you know, compared to my blood relatives or my wife. He's probably my favorite person, you know. And watching this, I got to be honest. I'm I'm a little bit. I definitely don't like him as much. The thing that bothers me, I think he was a little too clicky with some of the free agents they brought in. You've heard Sheffield talk about it. You've heard Giambi talk about it. You've heard A Rod talk about it. I think if he was a little bit more welcoming and and less stubborn and really let those guys in and embrace them, maybe they win in 03 or 04 or 06. Like, I think he was a little bit clicky with his homegrown crew. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that. And
1: I think in 03, they made it to the World Series and just ran out of gas. In 04, I don't think like a couple extra invites to dinner stopped Dave Roberts from taking second. In some of those other years, though, and the years when like there were years where we just knew we were chasing. Like we were just like ah, uh, we're just trying. Like I mean, realistically, like yeah, we have Gary Sheffield. Like we're adding the end of Gary Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing that a lot with guys. Andrew Jones.
2: Oh man, you know. But, yeah, but you think about spe- like I mean, 2006. They had a great. They had a great team. They were the one seed. And that was the year that was the year that Arod and Jeter had the pop-up and Jeter wouldn't defend him. To yeah. Like that, so, so, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I just thought that you said 0-4, oh, okay. and I think those like we got so far that th- that wasn't gotcha. Okay. Up. But you agree with me on 06, maybe.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And a ton of other years. Um but I I don't know. I feel like we heard a lot of that stuff like even kind of in the moment. Now the internet wasn't what it is now. So it's not all getting tweeted a billion times. You know, everyone's not a reporter uh, in, back then. But, you know, there was the the Sheffield, Jeter, you know, he's not black enough issue. And you knew that like there were riffs there. You would hear about them. Um, and But normally it would be like one article in the Daily News of like, is this a thing? And that was it. Yeah. But – you knew it, and I. I just think like Derek Jeter has matured because he was so. It's not. It wasn't even an immature thing because it, well, it was because he's. If you think of Derek Jeter, I don't think you ever think of him as an immature person. No, sometimes no, no. too mature. Yes, you know, but it turns out as we peel back the onion, there's a ton of room for immaturity, and he displayed it a few times. You know, and for for years, really. And did that cost us World Series? I wouldn't even say possibly. I would say probably. Probably There's probably at least one, whether it's 06, maybe it contributed in 04. Uh, you know, again, 03, I think it was just there's nothing that could have been done differently after that battle, aside from just some guys playing a little better in the World Series. Um, yeah, but like he's Derek Jeter, he got us five World Series. Like we've matured too. That's why we can see like what happened, what's going on, and not get caught up in the like, you know, being kids about it. Did Hicks just nut tap IKF? Uh, maybe that was that was weird. it. But yeah, I just think like I you get caught up when you're younger on like Derek Jeter's the fucking best person in the world.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely
1: did. And, like, he's not a bad person. Like, he, it's not like he, in all those women, he never knocked one up and left them, like Tom Brady did. Um, didn't do a
2: tiger. Didn't tiger do a tiger. Yeah.
1: Never no, never a DUI. Never an arrest. I mean, he was in New York in the 90s, like, diddy's there. J-Lo's there. There's, shine's going to jail. And he's never had any of that stuff he was the nicest guy to people who he thought were trying to undercut him because he defended his
2: spot Is I, what it I the thought most- was interesting yeah. no nah, but what I thought was interesting was how he said oh I, I wish i, I sh- maybe I should have spent more time with my teammates at dinner and stuff but I wanted to hang out with people that I trusted and I thought it was weird it's like you're in the locker room with these guys every day they're they're baseball players they're million dollar millionaires they, they're not fans like you didn't trust a Gary Sheffield. You didn't trust. Um, no, that's, that's kind of weird to me. You've got to be remember. Your brothers. Supposed to be your brothers. Supposed to be. I mean, they're all
1: hired. They're all paid. He had Posada. Yeah. You know, there was always like to a certain extent at that time, you're everyone's trying to get you. Yes. You know, the, everyone wants to catch what club is he at? Where's he having dinner? Who's he with? He had a teammate steal stuff out of his locker to
2: sell. What? Oh, I'm not familiar. What was it Ruben Rivera? Oh, that makes sense. That sound that tracks. Yeah. You know, and yes, that's
1: one guy. When did when did Ruben Rivera do that? Had to be early because he was. Let's see, Ruben Rivera Jeter glove. Yeah, he stole Jeter's glove to sell it. That's fine. Um, 2001. Okay. So. He's gone out there – like, this happened in spring training 2001. Um, and and Jeter didn't comment on it. So now they've gone out there. They've won four or five World Series. Go to spring training. Everyone wants to know what you're up to. You got someone steal from you on your own team. Yeah. 9-11 happens. You lose the World Series in game seven
2: a lot of stuff in one year and then you kind of don't trust people i i get that i think fundamentally my issue is he's all he's all like all i care about is winning whatever's gonna help us win well look making these guys more comfortable defending a rod in 06 that would have helped us win that i think that's why it, it gets under my skin so i think that as he has gone through like making this
1: he's coming to some realizations and you know he admitted like I should have gone to more dinners, you know yeah, I, I should have did. done more. If people were still saying like Hey, yeah, like this is if they did this entire thing without Derek Jeter, like so we just made this documentary, got chef, you know got people to talk about him, and then he came out and was like, Nope, none of that. I was actually the perfect teammate. Then yeah, he's a huge dickhead, but he's a human. He's flawed. I wish we had more World Series. I always wish we had more World Series, but. Compared to you know this
2: fucking joke of a team lately, I still love the man. Oh, of course, of course, and and always seeing him be a
1: dad is so weird.
2: Yeah, and talk yeah because he keeps mentioning three girls, three girls, three yeah. girls. Um, has three kids. He must have. I guess they must have all been born pretty recently because he didn't he didn't yeah, have like, any kids when he was playing. Yeah, no, no, no. They like pumped him out pretty quick. Cause uh, he's older too. He was in his forties. But she's, young. She's like, much younger than She's got to be, what, 15, 20 years younger than him? <laughs> she's got to be, like, 15 years old. <laughs> oh, uh, IKF with a nice little double play. Okay. It was uh, one of those line drive, like, oh, nice extension. All right, see, I'm giving him credit. Am I behind? Oh, yeah. Oh, I am innings behind, apparently. What inning are you in? I don't know. I don't know. I feel
1: like my – it's commercial now, right? Yeah. All right. All right. You're back.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, Hannah Jeter is 32. And he's, 40, having in early he's 45. He's got to be at least 45, 46.
1: Yeah, he is 48.
0: Okay. Yeah. Wow, that makes me feel old. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate – Just go to Indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: You know, in 2015, maybe, maybe 2014, I got invited to the... SI swimsuit party yeah 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 um and like they do a party in new york in like an office building thing and then there's a bus outside and then everyone gets on the people get on the bus they go to a chartered plane and then they fly somewhere for more partying dave portnoy got to do like the whole thing like years after i did it but i was at the the point where i was like no one's ever going to be good enough for derek jeter i'm standing there i'm talking to someone And I just like felt it almost like when people say they like feel a ghost, like you feel a spirit. And I just heard, excuse me. And someone tapped my back and it just felt different. And I turned and it was her. Wow. And I was just like and I I see her in person and I was just like, you're good enough for him. There was just something I was like, you are so beautiful.
2: Well, it's not just that she kind of looks like him. It's like she's got the same color eyes, same shape of face, same tone. Like they almost kind of look. They almost kind of look like brother beautiful. and sister. They look beautiful. Yeah, of They're course. just like mixed race, perfectly
1: symmetrical faces. Like that's really what you're what you're saying. Like I get what you're saying because it's like the skin tone's kind of similar. Yeah, she's Green, the they have islands. the same like greenish she's eyes. Mixed race. Yeah, they're just. It's not that they look like brother and sister. They do look like someone who's Similar like. Skin tone and just beautiful, just absolutely gorgeous people. Yeah, there you go. Um, But yeah, I really enjoyed the uh, the Jeter thing, seeing like the stuff. It was the first time I feel like he's really talked about racial stuff. I know we talked about that like last week. Um, I feel like he really opened up. I feel like they really try to make a lot out of of, like the A-Rod thing.
2: Yeah, I, I, Jamie even said that, made a comment like there's like their one episode where it was all about that. and I was kind of kind of over it. They really they really overplayed that. What did you think of the so I haven't seen the last one. I just we just watched episode six. What did you think of the whole like, oh, you know, Girardi should have moved him down in the lineup or he should have went in the office and moved Because I do remember like 2014. He sucked and they kept batting. I mean, we knew that.
1: But we yeah. knew that that.
2: Yeah. like I was blogging then and I was saying like, yeah, but he's.
1: Derek Jeter. So he's going to get to do whatever he wants. And, you know, they, they talked about, they, they hit a point where he's the, the brand. It's not about being a baseball player. It's about
2: being a brand. And it's depressing to think about because those teams, 2013 and 2014, other than the retirement tours for Mariano and Derek, there was nothing to be excited about. They had no prospects really coming up. The team was all, it was like the Vernon Wells, Travis Hafner, Kevin Euclid here. I mean, they were so depressing and that was the only reason to go to a game.
1: Yeah, that's when they started to roll out like, "Hey, you want to see you want to see the night
2: you want to see Wade Boggs on a horse?" Right. <laughs> and A-Rod, if the thing the other thing people don't remember is a- that was the year Jeter's last year was the year that A-Rod was suspended. So yeah. it wasn't even like, "Oh, I'm going to go see A-Rod play." Like, there was there was nothing. See, C- that was when CC was in his kind of, you know, crisis mode or, you know, midlife crisis in terms of baseball and he he kind of sucked in 13 and 14 and then figured out his second act but yeah no it was depressing depressing times in yankee land what did you think of them interacting last night did you watch that on k-rod well so you haven't seen so at the very
1: end of the like of the jeter thing in the last episode like they've kind of covered everything so you'll see a lot of when i say him being a dad they show there's a lot of him like dancing with his girls in the backyard like shit you just never pictured Derek jeter doing yeah it's weird to see um and then they just like at the very end are just like yeah, so A-Rod, huh? Like, what's up with that? And, you know, uh, I don't remember what episode. I think it was in the last episode. They've got Hannah like, yeah, I wish they would just go and, like, have dinner, like, with no cameras and just talk about it. Um, So then to do the, like, the K-Rod thing, and first thing, like, Michael K, so you can tell Jeter is just like, I'm fucking over it. Like, I've already gotten paid. This thing is aired. Like, fuck you guys. Um. Cause he doesn't want to open up in general, like more like he went, what we see in the documentary. And what we saw in the K rod thing was totally different.
2: He went back to like buttoned up. Like I'm going to give political answers. Derek Jeter. I thought he was cold. Like a rod where well, you could sell all, all a rod wanted was for Jeter to like smile at him and maybe slap him on the back once. You know what I mean? And just accept him. And Jeter just won't give him that satisfaction like that. If you can read the room, like it was so obvious. And like, let me tell you, A. Rod
1: cannot read the room. No, no, he kept. How many times are you gonna slap him on the? Like on he the was main? really going, like, <laughs> like please, dude, give me something. Like I, it, it got so uncomfortable, but then it was like so over the top that it was like obviously off putting for Jeter. That's yeah, what no, I was, yeah. you know, like because it, it wasn't like, oh, hey, you're being like. Yeah, you're being cool, so I should be cool back. It was like you're being so fucking corny that I'm gonna get
2: sucked into this like tornado of like self-deprecation and corny. You could feel Jeter like wincing every time A Rod touched him.
1: Tell him about the eighty percent detective vote from me.
2: <laughs> and oh, that was that was great. What what oh, and they when they uh and or like A Rod would try to tell a story and Jeter would be like, yeah, I don't really remember that. Like he was yeah. just giving him nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah, no. Well, I was there. Okay. You yeah, know? right. Cool, dude. Like it, it was so, so cold. It he, he was icy. I, they'll never. I mean, Derek is obviously never. If he's not over it by now. He's never gonna. He's never gonna get over it. And, and I, I didn't like Alex. Is just he's so goofy. Like he's such a goof, and you could still see that insecurity that kind of caused a lot of problems for him in his career. You could see that on the couch last night. Yeah, it was like so A-Rod retired
1: toward at the very end, like the last year, he had like, it seemed like he figured a lot of it out of like interacting with the media and whatever. Like when he came back from the suspension, it was like, he had totally different like PR people. And then he, he did the Fox thing and like really made a name for himself as like an analyst in the studio and was personable. And then was dating Lo, which everyone loves. And, Then he moved to the booth, and it was like, yeah, this isn't as good. And they got him out of there. Now we got him in the K-Rod. He owns the Timberwolves. Like, it's it's all all great thing. He's king of the campus. But last night was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and Big Bro came back from college. It was homecoming. And he just went
2: back to just, like, cornball, like, I don't know how to act. Cause big bros here. That is a great, that is a great analogy. And, and you know, what's crazy for me? Like, I like to think I'm pretty comfortable in in my own skin and stuff. And I'm just a regular guy. I can't imagine being, you know, looking like a rod being six, four being a, you know, his career that good at baseball. And you're, you're like, I can't, that doesn't compute for me. Let me tell you right now.
1: If I fucked Madonna, I'll spit in Derek Jeter's face. Like, you had them all, buddy. You had Madonna. You had Cameron Diaz. Kate Hudson won us a World Series. She's Stop a, it was funny. Nervous around Derek
2: Jeter. You guys he took is, a dude, weird shirtless pick together. It's like it's his kryptonite. Like every it like it, it. Like you said, the Big Brother coming home for Thanksgiving Eve. Like that. Wow, that that's so accurate. It was funny when they asked about. Like, ask Jeter what his favorite actress was, and you could see him, like, racking his brain of all the actresses that he slept with. Yeah. I, I just thought that was hysterical. <laughs> He's like, let me come back to this one. <laughs> yeah, so
1: fucking smart. When he did that, I was like – when he said Denzel, I was like, great one, great one. Right. He can name the dude. He wasn't He wasn't named an actress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just – yeah, I'm not even going to touch that, right? Because next thing you know, now you get a text message from Minka Kelly
2: like, I thought you loved Friday Night Lights. And he's just like, who who's this new phone? I think when when they won in 09, it was A-Rod was with Kate Hudson and Jeter was with Minka Kelly. I thought Minka yeah. Kelly was going to be the one because he, he was with her for like, I want to say like four years. He was with end. her for a while. And then I saw uh, Friday Night Lights and I was like, she is just not, not, not it. She's not deserving of him. She was. I remember when I thought they were gonna get married. She was in the box with his family for the three thousand hit, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, if he's letting her go, like maybe." But then, no, she didn't make it.
1: No, no. I wonder what happened there. Um, yeah, I just think like it was. It was cool to see that side of him, and
2: now I'm comfortable not seeing any more of it. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm I feel. I feel the same way. Any. I I think the answer is probably no. Do you think he will do anything with the Yankees in any capacity, advisor, consultant, anything like that? So I think so. Okay. So when they talk
1: about the Marlins, like I, there was a point when it got to like the 2001 world series in the thing. And I was like, Oh, there were more episodes of this. Like, I just forgot, like, He's had the whole rest of his career where things weren't perfect. Right. And I think like I kind of thought like in Jeter form, it'd be like, oh, well, this is it. Like, I'm not going to talk about the the slow years or then even, you know, the Marlins, you know, because that is still fairly recent. So I think ownership because it's like you got to go through the whole thing of getting everybody's money together and all that and get the bid and he could do all the networking and all that. But at the end of the day, Derek Jeter didn't own the Marlins. No, he was not. And, you know, his name was the big name when they first started talking about it. But, you know, I know everybody knows and he knows he didn't own the Marlins. So I don't think he's going to do it again because he's never going to be able to own the team. Am I on a delay? Yeah. Is Rizzo um, about to
2: put you? I'll, I'll just tell you, so Rizzo got hit and they called they called whatever calls, like, oh, you didn't get out of the way. Whoa. So they're not get, they're not giving him the base. And he is a guy, you know, his reputation is that he hangs over the plate. He's pretty angry and I mean that was Rizzo. in the box on the hip. That's not an elbow over the plate. I'm pretty sure that's I mean, that there's no way that's repeated. Boone is either. like Boone's out
1: there just like DJ's foot hurts.
2: DJ's foot hurts. Don't get thrown out. Yeah, I don't know what you were going to do there. Like, Wow, you could see him turn around, and he's just like, what the fuck? You never see Rizzo get angry.
1: I wonder if – who's behind the plate?
2: Some prick, clearly.
1: But there was a call the other – oh, that's pretty. He is in there. You think? You see the over? Did you see the over-the-top view? No, no. I must have missed that one. Boone's still out there. Yeah, it's close. Like, it was on – it was – that ball was on the, the chalk line.
2: What's the – um? so is that a ball? Is that just a ball or is that a no pitch? It's not a strike. Like, what are the – or is it no pitch? I think no it's pitch? a ball. No, okay. I think it's a ball. And, and that's the kind yeah, of – Yeah, because it wasn't happens. a strike. It wasn't over the plate. If this is in June that he's, he's jogging to first base and he's all good, this is the shit yeah. that happens when it's going bad, man, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's as like, you get hit by a pitch and don't get the base. That's as shitty as it gets. <laughs> that's depressing. And you know he's you know he's just gonna he's gonna get out here and then scream at the ump again. Is my prediction. He just we don't have the depth to get ejected right now. Dude, we can't even get a guy to fucking third base, much less score. This is just like this whole stretch has been really really depressing. It's tough to watch. It's tough to watch. It's tough to podcast about. There it is. There's one other thing, actual baseball thing I wanted to to bring up. So going back to Wednesday when they brought in Albert Abreu for some reason with a one-run lead, immediately blows it. And you think about Ron Marinaccio was maybe their most consistent reliever for a couple of weeks. He's in the minor leagues because he has options. Clark Schmidt just threw six no-hit innings in AAA. He's in the minor leagues because they he, they, he has options. They, they keep thinking about the long-term— the service time and the options instead of just winning today's game. Like I want to get – stop worrying about 2027 20, and go out and beat the Rays tonight. And they don't have the best 26 players out there, and that bothers me. So um,
1: I think that from the pitching standpoint too, like I get the – I get the peraza if we've made it this far, wait a couple days, right? But Albert Abreu fucking stinks like he should not be on a major league roster. He's been DFA'd already. He got traded for nothing. He is awful. So like that he's like we're not even using him the rest of the weekend because he stinks. So why is he taking up like that's a
2: dead roster spot? Yeah, they're using they're using him because they're, he's on the roster because he doesn't have any options left and they don't want to they don't want to burn his option. And Marinaccio does that. That's the wrong reason. That's like the playing the dad playing their kid at shortstop. Like that is not a reason that he should be out there. But the option only matters if you got to keep him in the franchise.
1: He is not good enough to play at the major league level, and he has proven it time and time again. And it's not like, oh, well, there's a big contract to be on the hook. For. Because he's already been released this year, so somebody's all like people are already picking up the extra. So now you're paying whatever the whatever's left on the league minimum. Give up the seventy
2: grand and let's go. It, it, it's incredibly frustrating. I mean, there are two guys, I mean, Schmidt and Marinaccio, should both be, especially with the state of their bullpen. I mean, who do they even? I guess Chapman's been good lately. wandy has been good lately and F. Frost has looked okay. They, they they need bullpen help and they have guys that could help that are wasting bullets. I mean, Clark Schmidt throwing six no hit innings like that pissed me off. I was like, this is such a waste of bullets. Yeah, no, I
1: mean it once Sevy went down. I mean, yeah, you had her mind. But yeah, there's got to be room for Schmidt. There's got to be room for Marachino cherries you just got like you got to get them up um and i agree i've been, i've tried to be very composed and not get over you know or, or, you know and i i put september 1st because you got to have things in order so there it you know w- we'll know what it is when it, we wake up on friday morning i think it's friday i think it's it's got to be through thursday it might be saturday i'm not sure and peraza gets called up then we know exactly what it was the whole time.
2: And I liked your, but I liked your idea. I mean, I liked your idea. They they won't do this, but of ILing DJ throwing IKF at third for a little bit, and he, and he's give the him only glove third baseman on the roster. And his defensive problems
1: have been balls that he's running to in front of him. Today's mm-hmm. today's hit that was a hit. Um, he was running forward to a ball in front of him. You're not getting as much out of the third base. The ones you're getting for third base, those are just quick bare hand plays.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, I think it makes sense.
1: You know, you can't get out of the Donaldson contract. I don't think there anyone's gonna trade for him. I mean, maybe if you eat most of it. Um but you know, he's he's looked bad. So let's just get like let's get the best 26 guys. And, like, at least give me the best 26 guys by September 1st.
2: Have to. And that's the date. I, I, I mean, I'm, I was looking at Labor Day, which I guess, well, I don't know. Maybe that's the,
1: the same fifth. thing. Yeah.
2: Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. No, you got to. By, by mid-September, they have to be playing well. can be seen? mid-September. Mid-September is the 15th. The fifth Labor Day, I'm fine. Okay. You okay. need those
1: extra 10 days. Because if you are, you know, if Peraza is coming up, you got it. Like, it's just totally different. At the major league level. Yes, you have so much more at your disposal, but you have a lot more freedom. You have a lot more, you know, you have a lot more money. That first paycheck is significantly different. You make your whole season in one paycheck, like your whole minor league season in one paycheck. These guys make $1,400 a month. You get the league minimum, it's like 50 grand.
2: Yeah, and they need a spark too, whether that's Bader coming back, whether that's calling up Peraza, whether that's like they, they, they desperately need some sort of spark. You could just tell. You could just tell.
1: Yeah, there, there needs to be some kind of excitement. And I think part of me thought it could just be Stanton comes back, hits an opposite field home run, and it's just like, all right, well, there we go. That's, you know, that's the spark we needed. But you can even see the frustration in Judge's face. Yes. Yes. You know he's carrying the load. He's putting up this great season, and you know I think he wants to be. I does he want to be a Yankee? I think so. I think he's making a business decision coming up, but I think he'd like to win a World Series as a Yankee.
2: Oh, definitely, that's yeah, worth I think a lot. Gun to his head, he'd like to stay. I, I mean, why would you want to leave? If all things were
1: even, yes. Yet, but he's yes. going to make a business decision, and that's fine. I respect that. Um, but he'd like to win an MVP award, win a world series and
2: go into free agency like that. Definitely. Oh, for sure. And it, it's gotta be frustrating. You know, you're hitting home runs every night and the team's not winning and nobody's on base when you're hitting the home runs. Yeah. Recently, they've pretty much all been solo shots cause no, nobody's getting on base ahead of him. So no, he's, he's definitely frustrated. And I, I know he misses that protection from Stanton.
1: <laughs> we all do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Please come back. He might start a rehab assignment this weekend. Yeah, I he took did. he took like regular pregame like
1: work. They showed him a little bit, but he was take, he was fielding balls in right field. And part of me is like,
2: well, I guess that it'll be a combination of D.H. and that. He can get back. I think they go out west, not the weekend of the like the week. Maybe they go to Oakland. It's like the 25th or something. If he if he can come back for that series and give him a little jolt out west, that would be that would be good.
1: Which I think that's kind of what we've expected the last couple of weeks when we've talked about him.
2: I don't know, man. These Stanton injuries are mistake. Mystic- you never know. Like he scraped Could his on knee, for he was forever. out three
1: months in 2019. You just don't know. Could go on for forever. May never come back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. But then uh, Stevie's on the 60-day DL, IL, and they're just like, well,
2: he's, you know, he's gonna start th- throwing. He's he threw hitting. a 25-pitch pen today. He said it's the best he's felt all year. These injuries are so stuff, so confusing, man.
1: It makes absolutely no sense. Britain is facing batters
2: getting ready to do a, a rehab assignment. So, like, I don't know. There's a chance. There's some hope. Hicks just massively misplayed a ball that I probably would have caught, and Peralta's coming in for a triple.
1: What the fuck is going on with my god the MLB app is so bad. Like, I am maxed out,
2: and now in 10 minutes, it'll say that I'm five minutes behind. Dude, they play really shitty defense behind Cole. It's like this is going to be a hit because – he, it didn't touch his glove, but he, like, he did the turn where he spins the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean the ball. first? The,
1: the second thing they teach you when you're playing the outfield. First is always go back. Yeah. Second is never turn all the way around. And he did. <laughs> this guy's doing pirouettes out there.
2: Yeah, that, that was ugly. That's why they traded for Bader. Yeah, no, they, for some reason, really shitty defense behind Cole. And I know, like. We talked about it earlier,
1: but, like, Cole's got to have a better attitude when that happens. He's yeah, but
2: when it happens every other inning, I you start to get irritated. I know, but, like, being pouty
1: here and giving he up a 2 home run home run isn't going to help us,
2: you know? You're right. You're right.
1: And the world knows Hicks sucks. It's not like everyone's blowing Hicks and Cole's like, I can't believe everybody fucking blows this guy. Look what he's doing. Like, we all know, dude, we want him gone, too.
2: Yeah, and dude, I, this is just a quick little nugget. Apparently, uh, Brandon Cuddy reported that Cashman tried to tried to find a taker at the deadline, to see if anybody would take that contract. Shockingly, nobody did. We only got what seventeen more years on that on that deal.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping to be at his last game as a Yankee. It, uh, you know, it depends on the scheduling of like whatever high school football game my two year old will be cheering at by then. <laughs> by the time we're out of that fucking contract <laughs> yeah I don't know I mean it, it's been rough and I don't know th- oh, there's a run yeah. uh, we're not 26. gonna win at a um, at a 70% clip again but like we're gonna need to soon
2: yeah Is they that- gotta win a series I don't think they've won a series since that Royals series Um, they won three out of four at home against like the worst team ever so yeah they need to need to take two out of three from somebody they got two more or I think this this is a four game series with Tampa I think or is it Uh, three and then four with Toronto they play every day this week either way
1: yeah yeah I don't Um, remember which way it breaks
2: pick it up guys pick it up
1: yeah Yeah. I mean that's all we can do I know you're listening you're frustrated we're frustrated let's hope uh, I mean by the time we come back next week could have Peraza can dream a boy can dream show won't be out till Thursday next week we're not recording till Wednesday Nick's got some stuff and a birthday so uh we'll be doing that uh so we will be a little later in the week you can follow Nick on Twitter at NYY. you can follow me at JJ from the Bronx and hey if we figure it out we'll see you at the parade